0: Hello everybody, this is Dr. Kevin Connors. Welcome to another episode of Connors Clinic Live. Today's episode is gonna be a good friend of mine, Dr. Brady Weirich. Dr. Brady practices out in Idaho. I've known him for many, many years. In his practice, really concentrates on stem cells and using stem cells to heal all sorts of things, knee injuries, shoulder injuries, hip injuries. I know you're going to love this video. He gives some real practical advice on what to do and helping with the aging process that we all go through. As always, don't forget to hit the like button on the video. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit that little alarm notification so that you don't miss any new episodes. Now join me with Dr. Brady Wyrick. Okay, welcome everybody. My guest today is Dr. Brady Wirick, and he practices in Idaho Falls, um, way out on the west coast for me, in Minnesota. So we're gonna jump right into it. Brady, you graduated as a chiropractor, when was
1: that? Oh geez, uh, 2006. I graduated from Texas Chiropractic College. Okay, and then what brought you out to Idaho? Fishing.
0: Fishing. Well, I I remember when I was in school, it was always practice where you want to live.
1: Right. So I actually, I grew up um, about three hours south of where I am now. I'm in Idaho Falls, Idaho. I grew up in a small town just outside of Salt Lake City. Well, it's not so small anymore. Uh, But when I went to chiropractic, when I was doing my undergrad, I was actually a fly fishing guide. Wow. I would take people down the river, uh, the Green River, there, the Flaming Gorge, in the Wyoming, Colorado, Utah border. Uh, there's a beautiful river there, and I would take them down the river. That we would fish, blah blah blah. Um, when I when I went to chiropractic school, the, my my boat was about the only thing I didn't sell. And so <laughs> when um, when I came your time, straight at least right? <laughs> <laughs> when it came time to uh, figure out where I wanted to practice. Um, the, the logic was, you know, I can, I I can go back to Ogden and I can have, you know, all these family and friends ready to see me, but it's going to take me about four hours to get my boat in the water. Sure. I can go to Idaho falls, establish my own practice, establish my own people and be 20 to 30 minutes from having my boat in the water. And here we are 13 years later, you can see which decision won.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, you've started off practicing as a chiropractor, but you very quickly got into functional medicine, functional neurology, which right, is right. a whole field in itself. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Sure. So I really never actually practiced as just a chiropractor. It was never, and, and I, I mean absolutely no insult when I say it this way, but I was never one of those find a bump, smash it down guys. Uh-huh. And I do clearly acknowledge that the chiropractic profession has done a tremendous amount for health for healthcare, care for individuals uh, but that was never really my gig uh, my first semester at chiropractic school they had a uh, party for all the new students where they were introducing all the clubs and I found this neurology club and um, the things that they were talking about that this neurology club explaining how the nerves worked and how the body control or the nerves controlled the body and how you could, in fact, have an effect on a nerve by firing a nerve. It all just like resonated with me. It all, it sounded awesome, and uh, so I started studying neurology as a chiropractic student. So when I graduated from chiropractic college, I had I had been through enough cor- extra coursework that I could sit and take the neurology uh, diplomate exam. So. Wow. Well, for our
0: listeners who don't understand what that is, functional neurology was really put on the back by Dr. Carrick. There's medical doctors and neurologists that go through that course because it's so extensive. Um, It is literally the elite of the elite of both medical and chiropractic professions that graduate from from Carrick's uh, diplomat program. So hats off to you there. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And now you're, you're doing some, you're doing, you practice functional neurology for a period of time, and now you've branched off into doing some other work that's even more in depth. Is that right? That's, that's true.
1: Um, about, I'm going to say about three years ago, um, one of our colleagues started bothering me about, or not bothering me, pestering, I don't know how to call it. Nudging you. <laughs> nudging me in the direction of this whole regenerative medicine thing. And at the time it was just stem cells. He started talking about stem cells. I'm like, what what are you talking about? What in the world is a stem cell? I'd remember I remember talking about them in chiropractic school, but I really just didn't have a clue. <clears throat> so I started looking into it a little bit deeper. And the more I dug, the more it made sense to me. You saw the benefit of it. I saw the benefit of it. I saw what it was doing for people. You know, throughout my career, I've helped a tremendous amount of people with some crazy you know, things that no one else could help with. But at the end of the day, when it came to osteoarthritic joints and, you know, these bone-on-bone arthritis cases, they really only had one option. And that was to refer them to a replacement. But what really got me, got me excited about this is, well, you could take one of those bone-on-bone cases, give them one injection, and put off having to have surgery for possibly even ever. Yeah. Uh, my dad was uh, was I'm not gonna call him my guinea pig because I had to commit to this before I could actually do it because you have to you know being being a chiropractor I can't put needles in people I can't prescribe anything so I had to put the pieces in place so that I could hire nurse practitioners to do the um, to do that portion of it for me so there really was no hey I'm gonna test this other than just going full throttle. Um, But my dad was the very first person that we injected and that was, um, we're going on about 19 months ago. And at the time of his injection, both of his knees were scheduled for replacement surgery and he's completely avoided it. Um, Uh He rode, just two weekends ago, he rode his bicycle 27 miles in Sun Valley. I mean, he's just, it's crazy. That's amazing. And that was just my dad. And now we're getting all these other people that are coming back saying, holy cow, I can't believe this. Like, um, you know, just recently I posted about a, a, a gal that um, was 85 years old. And her doctor basically said, if you want out of this back pain, then you're going to have to have this extensive back surgery. And at 85 years old, you and I both know how well that turns out.
0: Right. That's it just doesn't. not good.
1: Um, and now she's back going, I'm, you know, fifty percent better, and I'm able to do these particular activities. But the more you dig in this stuff, Kevin, the more it just it blows my mind because now we've gone from stem cells to these things called exosomes, which are the um, they're the chemical secretions that chem cell, stem cells release to do their job, uh-huh. and readily cross the blood-brain barrier. Wow. So now we're seeing people that come in that they're saying the first thing that they notice is that their brain fog is starting to clear up, their energy is starting to lift. And so we're having neurological and systemic effects just through injections.
0: Yeah, I'm just really interested to see what kind of results you get with people with early onset dementia and what that's going to do for them and that could push Alzheimer's. My mother died um, with full-blown Alzheimer's. Right. Uh, and it, a big part of what pushed her into the dementia realm was the, uh, was her knee replacement surgery that she had. Um, she had a lot of problems with it. She was supposed to get both knees done. She refused to get the second knee done. And, uh, that was a couple of years before her dementia really onset, uh, so I, I, that was before stem cells existed the, the knowledge of this existed i wish we could go back in time and change things i don't know what the outcome would be i think it would be a lot more positive than it was
1: for sure um you know we're still a long ways off from knowing exactly but we're seeing very very promising things and i, I think it's important too that we note that um there's a lot of um mis what's the word i'm looking for misconceptions about stem cell therapy there's a lot of people that still hang on to this crazy idea that we're using like embryonic st- cells or cells that are coming from aborted fetal tissue.
0: Well, nobody's and, that. That was been proven a couple of years ago. That, that yeah, I know. But
1: people, I, I get flack for that here still. Yeah. It's just not happening. It's not true. Uh, these come from donated umbilical cords that are tissue that, unfortunately, in this country, 97% of the time, this tissue just gets discarded and thrown away. Yeah. So the entire stem cell industry is operating off of 3% of the people who will actually donate their cell, don't donate their cords.
0: Right. Yeah. it's uh, Everybody thinks of that if they are old enough, think of the Bush era where um, the argument about using fetal tissue, well, it's been long proven that uh, fetal stem cells don't work the way anything else, the way stem cells, you want them to work. So right. nobody's using that. Um so great, and uh, uh, you're having great success with it. You've been doing this for three years now, you said?
1: No, we've only actually been doing it for about 18 months, but it okay. took me that long to get enough confidence and information and, and, and to get the pieces put together so we could do it.
0: Well, you're a wise person, Not just jumping into something, so.
1: Right.
0: You had a very, very healthy, successful practice. I know that of you prior to that. You, you taught functional neurology to doctors. Um, are you still doing
1: any teaching? Um, I don't do it for functional neurology. I don't do it for other doctors at this point, but we do a lot of education for our patients. Uh, we still do a lot of, um, of functional medicine stuff because, but frankly, you know, the way I put it to people is this, if we're going to help you grow new cartilage, your body needs the building blocks to make those cartilage Yeah. and that cartilage. So do you want your new cart? Do you want your new meniscus to be made out of Fritos and Coke? or do you want it to be made out of real food? And so we still do quite a bit of educating as far as, hey, this is actually how you should eat um, and what actually is healthy versus the standard American garbage that's out there now.
0: Right. So is is it mainly knee um, stem cell work that you're doing or can you do hips, ankles,
1: any degenerative joint? Any degenerative joint um okay. knees and shoulders are the easiest because they're these big juicy encapsulated joints that it's pretty easy to get into that joint capsule um we still do knees we still do spines we still do necks uh but knees and shoulders are our number one and number two
0: okay well wow. well great and then um what are what are some other major things that you focus on in your practice you mentioned diet Do you do a lot of
1: nutritional pieces with these patients too yeah we sure do uh, we have, in fact, if you, if you follow me on social media, you'll see that recently we've been doing something called foodie Friday, which oh, yeah. is where we, we, my wife and I actually post, um, the recipes that we use in our day to day. Um, uh, and then we have a detox procedure that we uh, developed with uh, US enzymes. Uh, we put that together. We have a webinar that's associated with that. So a diet's a big chunk of it. Um, uh, but here is like the I'm the daily in the office it is mainly focused on regenerative medicine
0: well uh, let's plug your website here this would be sure. a good spot for it and your facebook page too
1: sure. so um i am regen.com is my webs is the website uh, but if you uh, facebook is just dr brady wyrick and that's uh, w i r i c k
0: so you it's about all about regenerative medicine that's uh very hot topic a lot of um, education on regenerative medicine um, in the last 10 years it's really growing absolutely uh, because the practice of medicine tends to be just trying to patch up disease um, and you know decrease a person's symptoms around a disease process not really changing a person's body to heal from the disease and more and more people are becoming wise to that you know that's why Doctors like you and I are, you know, practices are exploding, and and people are starting to take um I, I'm older than you, and I remember when I graduated, having to educate people. Uh, it, the it, The difficulty was so, was so high because there was no internet, there was no other forms of education for people. Now people can Google this information. Websites like yours, they can get a lot of information from take back to their doctors or start doing some things on their own. And it can be really a blessing. Now, there's not a lot of doctors doing stem cells like you. You're kind of a unicorn out there, aren't you?
1: <laughs> unicorn, renegade, just depends on how you want to look at it. Yeah. Uh, it, is a, it is a growing field. And there's stem cell therapy has been happening for about uh, since about 2006. Uh, there were groups of doctors that started using your own stem cells to do regenerative medicine. And so they would take them, they'd actually do a, uh, they drill into your hip and take your bone marrow and culture your own stem cells from there. Sure, uh, sure. And it, it works. It's, it's a great therapy, uh, but that's first generation biologics. Now we're into second and third generation where we now know, and we have the ability to take those, uh, the umbilical cord cells, which are younger, more potent. They divide about four times as fast. They're just flat out more effective. Um, They are an off-the-shelf product, so what I mean by that is uh, when we have an injection day, like we have an injection day coming up here in two days, uh, our our stem cells are right now sitting in a cryo tank. They're sitting sitting in liquid nitrogen ready for us to use. Uh, So there's more and more doctors that are getting on board with this and seeing some growth uh, from stem cell therapy. There's a whole bunch of doctors that are sitting back, hanging on to those old ways of, you know, using your own stem cells and taking shots at those of us who are unicorns and, and pushing the envelope a little bit more. Uh, So there is growth in the industry for sure. And it's just, you know, it's only a matter of time uh, before it's more and more mainstream. Uh, You know, Joe Rogan, I think we all need to, to thank Joe Rogan. He had Mel Gibson on his podcast and that really um, he was on there talking about stem cell therapy and using umbilical cord stem cells and what he saw from that and what his dad saw from it. it's really just it's becoming more and more prevalent
0: yeah we'll have to look at that too um i bet with your kind of service people fly in from oh, yeah. all over to because it's not something you have to do over and over and over again necessarily it's um,
1: are there second injections that you would do down the line we have done that in the past for people who just flat out wanted them or most of the time, not, it's not most of the time, It's not necessary. Uh, we've yeah. had people fly from parts of Canada that I didn't know, or they drove from parts of Canada that I didn't even know existed. We've had people fly in here to Idaho falls. We've had them fly their private jets in here. It's been, it's been a very interesting, yeah, interesting way of practice. And the, the
0: interesting thing is, it's so much, uh, you know, it's, it's not a procedure where you are laid up for a couple of days or anything oh, no. like that. No. Um, and uh, so there's so less invasive, this, there's really right. zero risk. And um, it's so much less expensive than the replacement. I mean, there's just no reason why you do a hip or knee or shoulder replacement before you try stem cells. Oh, no. It just doesn't make
1: any sense. If, if the insurance companies had any sense whatsoever this it's would be a requirement. for yes. you, <laughs> yeah. you have to do this before we're going to let you have surgery.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: You know, it's you know, if, you, if we're talking about just a, a knee joint, for example, you talk about less invasive. A knee joint's two needles. Yeah. One as an IV to take your blood because we do use your own PRP or plasma. Yeah. So we'll take your blood, we'll spin that down, we'll combine that with the stem cells, and the second needle goes right into the knee joint, and you're driving home. And your your daily act, your activities of daily living aren't very restricted at all.
0: That is insane. It's so cool, seeing You know, cutting edge therapies, cutting edge technique that is helping people. That isn't based upon you know what the almighty insurance dollar or pharmaceutical company is prescribing for people. Right. So appreciate your work. Um, We'll get uh, uh, details on your information and contact information up when we do uh, the add-ons on this, too. Well, I would like to have you back on. I know you wanted to talk about EMFs. I'd like to have you back on, if we could. Anytime. uh, And record another episode. Um, Let's get one more plug for your website. Awesome. So, again, it's IamRegen.com. There you'll find a bunch of information on stem cells and what Dr. Brady Weirich does um, and how you can get in touch with him. Well, thank you, Brady. Uh, Dr. Brady Weirick in Idaho Falls. It is a pleasure having you on here. Absolute pleasure, my friend. All right, bye-bye.